The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. Thanks for listening and calling and participating in today's show on a Bears Monday and your home for Bears football, ESPN Chicago and ESPN app. Thanks to Justin Pottinger and Jake Cantu, our great producers. Job well done. We'll see everybody back here tomorrow. Coming up next, it's Waddle and Sylvie. Then Meller's got a full two-hour ride tonight, 6-8 to eight with no White Sox. They're back at it at Wrigley for the next two tomorrow. But uh, we go down to Peoria. Yes, yeah. wonderful Peoria live from Sun Plaza at the Peoria Riverfront Museum. You, not only is it Waddle and Sylvie, but you get the added bonus of our great play-by-play team, Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. What up, boys? Yeah, you hear the crowd? We got a nice crowd right here on the riverfront. I and, do hear uh, the crowd. I hear the wind. Yeah, you and hear the wind. We got a breeze blowing through, Johnny. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, you can hear the wind, boys. <laughs> you can hear the wind, is it hot Johnny. And swampy. Are you nope. swampy like Lucas Glover's pants yesterday? Oh, my gosh. You, that dude needed some dude wipes, didn't he? Oh, he needed a lot of dude wipes. I hope he didn't have he chicken needed, wings beforehand. He needed gold bond is what he needed. Yeah. Ooh, imagine if he had some biscuits powder. and gravy. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Oh, we've got a breach. It's, it's an unpleasant thought. We've got thought. a breach. It's an unpleasant thought. How are you, boys? Everything's great. Yes. We, had a, we had a good drive down. Uh, no... Uh, no, uh, no problems. No, like one of my kids, I got the request. I need to go to the bathroom, so we pulled into a gas station and let Sylvie go to the bathroom. Oh, I didn't have, a, unlike one of your kids, I didn't have to wear a diaper. You didn't make me wear a diaper. Real nice. Like you made one of your grown kids wear. Yeah, that is. So mean. She was eleven at the time. That's okay. mean. That's yeah. that you could really scar a child. With well, we like were that. looking for our destination. We wanted to get there on time. So what happens here? Do Waddle and Sylvie drive together, and Joniak and Thayer drive together? Yep. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Uh, I make Jeff use an empty water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> they had a driver. No point. We, we actually, so we were on a text chain last night about what the actual plan is going to be, and, and things started coming to roost. And Tom said, you know what? I think I'm just going to drive. And I just, I, I, well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're going to get upset at this, you know. Because they're the bus. Wait, but all of a sudden then, bus. I'm in a text chain, and we're going down memory lane with Doug Coletti and Little Z. All of a sudden, Tom offers a stipend to little Z if he would take a day off from work and drive us to Peoria. And he was like, what yeah. time should I be there? And so what we had it, our own driver. Sti- what was the stipend? That's that's between that, them. Right. Yeah, that's no, right. we're not. That'll remain private. Would, that's a private I would have swung by and got you both for a G. <laughs> for a G. Right. Yeah, so Doug and little Z then were bargaining with Tom. Doug kept undercutting. Yeah. But Tom was not having any one with the initial offer. Good. All right. So you yeah. make a little money out of it. And, and, you know, he's security. He's a driver. He's, you know, gets us to the right spot but where we need you to. You want to know, the headline is, he needs to get out of here exactly when the show's over. So he knows little Z will get him on the, did, on the bus. Did you just have a cup of coffee delivered he to did. you? Thank you. Ooh, I, just said, I hope it's got some whiskey Thank in you. it. Thank you. I just said, it's got a little whiskey in there? Is there a cup of Joe? I'm a, I need to be ca- caffeinated for this here show. Yes, you do. Right, Carm? You Carm, you should have you you seen when we got here down in the kind of the, we had a little uh, a conference room. Joniak's already preparing for the Colts game. He's of going through the Colts. I mean, it's, 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 it's already. Because he's a pro. That hey, no, business no. on his face. 
it's time to go. It's, yeah. it's already Tuesday in the NFL week. Yeah, it so, is. Right, Yurko? Yeah, it's it's already Tuesday. Oh, yeah, it's Saturday Tuesday. game. It's a Tuesday. Saturday game. It's a Tuesday. Day off, guys. Yeah, we, got, we got 90 guys. It's hard to Oh, God, hard that's got to be tough. It. That's got to be tough. I mean, I made up some new names of players on Saturday night. <laughs> they it didn't happens. play. It I'm happens. telling you. Who'd yeah. you make up? Well, I messed up our Carlson. Steve, I called him Daniel. Oh, the yeah. whole game. Yeah, no, Dude, that's, it's Steve. that's definitely not Daniel Carlson. Yeah, it was yes. not Daniel yeah. Carlson. But <laughs> he, he was, you're, you're human, he was for those uh, couple snaps. Jeff, you're human. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, when did the Bears sign Daniel Carlson? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that's pretty good. I like So that. I apologize to Mr. Carlson. Uh, but, you know, and I may have told this story before, but uh, every year a scout from another team texts me right before kickoff and says, uh, nice knowing you, Remy. Because in one of the preseason games, we had a kicker, Remy Hamilton, from Michigan. And he missed yet another field goal attempt. And I turned to Tom and Hub at the time. And I said, nice knowing you, Remy. And it just came out. I didn't mean it. That is so I, cruel. I know. I didn't mean it. That's a player that was cut on multiple occasions. That's not I know, nice. I know. Brutal. It's awful. But, you know, and it's just one of those things. It just came yeah, out. It just, sure it did. And I couldn't bring it back in time. And so this scout, nice knowing you, Remy, every single not year nice. of my 23. T. Waddle, have you ever been cut? Five times. Four times. Four at five. the end of your career? Uh, no. Your, no. what, your, twice, what about you? Cut twice, first twice. two years. Once by Miami, once by Green Bay. Brought back uh, both times in a practice squad. Yeah, and at nice. the end, I was injured, and we kind of had a mutual parting of the ways. Um, so it wasn't a problem. It, well, it's better that we go up into the head coach's office and they cut us in front of our face instead of Jeff cut, <laughs> I know, cutting I, us yeah, on the radio. Yeah, yeah, that's good point. Happened one time, it'll never happen again. Like that's brutal. Shula did you cut, cut me. Velas? Did you cut Velas on the spot? Oh, yeah. He's known you, Velas. Guys, yeah. Velas Jeff, is four in, hours of this, buddy. Velas is <laughs> gone. Velas is in trouble, guys. He's gone. I, I texted. The, I was rewatching the game yesterday. And I, I didn't. I texted the guys. I was like, boy, another one. This is. How's he going to make this team? I mean, I know he was the first ever offensive pick by Ryan Poles, but this is a recurring problem that doesn't seem to be going away. How do you? How does he make the team? I would say he makes the team if the next two preseason games he does something spectacular, right? I mean, you always have a chance until you don't have it. And choice. he has that. You know what? He is, he is a very good kick returner. He was one of the better ones in the league last year. He ripped off some big chunks. Uh, <laughs> Listen, he's got this is his time right now. Yeah. You know, this is his time to sing. You know, the the best of the best has to win the job. Still the best most consistent confident punt catcher on the Bears is Dante Pettis. So you're not going to have a curiosity about what's going to happen if you have a windy day, a rainy day, mm-hmm. field conditions that, you know, you, that are unpredictable. So the competitive, the competition is still going, and Dante Pettis just started practicing yeah. the day before the last, this first preseason game. So we'll see, you know, what the competition is like when they go through special teams against Indianapolis this you week. You know who's a really good return guy too? Smooth with the hands is Tyreek Stevenson. Now, if he, if he wins a starting job, I don't know if you want to put him right. out there and doing that. But you know, even back to Dave Tobe, fellas, when Devin Hester came aboard. You know, he was on pins and needles all year. Got to secure the ball. Got to secure the ball. Make sure this, you know, they sweat it out as, as rookies for these guys to make sure. Well, now he's not a rookie anymore. Not a rookie. But yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta secure the rock. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest. I, t- go ahead, Sylvie. I, I was going to say, Carm, my prediction is that he's going to be on the practice squad. Okay. Like, I don't, I, I, like, he has not shown enough where another team we'll is going him. to claim him and yeah. make him active. Yep. So, because he's his first offensive pick, I, I, like, and, and, and their deep wide receiving core, 
I just think that Poles is probably going to bring him back on the practice squad and hope he gets better. That's that's my prediction. That could be, because I see what you're saying. I don't know that he's going to be on in demand to uh, have anybody else claim him. Look, if he is strictly a returner, I, I would think, too, that that's a position where, you know, you you can scour the waiver wire, especially as, as the team's cut down to 53, and you may be able to find a guy who is just primarily playing that role. Like you said, Tom, I think Dante Pettis is the best pure catcher of punts by far. You know, the one thing about Velas, he's not scared of contact. He's got the willingness to, once he does secure the football, to take it in there hard, lower his shoulders at the point of a contact, and try to get a couple more yards out of it. Sometimes that's the most difficult thing to get out of a player, is having the courage to, to take the abuse of the game. But for him, it's going to be all about ball security from this moment on because of what happened in that first game. What else did you guys love about uh, the opening? I mean, the obvious is the obvious, right? That uh, you bring the offense, the first-team offense, off the field after two successful drives, probably feeling pretty good about themselves. You you start nitpicking about, well, there's screen passes, there's this and that. Uh, We still saw some things that the Bears struggled with mightily last year. They did very well in this first preseason game. So it beats the alternative for sure. Well, I'm going to jump in on that secondary again. I mean, first snap of the game, obviously, is a completion, but Kyler Gordon... Whacking people, knocking uh, a couple balls out. Tyreek Stevenson, impressive uh, throughout the day. And not just defending the pass, but also being a willing participant as a force in the oh, run. Yeah. You know, so gotta have. I said it on the broadcast, and it's a it's a saying that's always used by coaches. If you want to have a tough football team, you got to have receivers who want to block and corners who want to tackle. So looks like he's one of those guys that wants to tackle. And I just think that whole secondary, when they get healthy. The competition will continue for that starting job on the opposite side of Jalen Johnson. But as a group, and even the guys down the line, they are they are serious football players here. Yeah. You know, one thing that I was encouraged about was 90 guys that were mentally and physically prepared to play. There wasn't a bunch of egregious mistakes in terms mm. of lining up or offsides, being influenced by the, uh, the opponent quarterback cadence. And I think that's really a credit to the coaches that no matter who they were coaching, they, you know, they took a... You know, accountability for everything that they needed to know in order to get a chance to play. So I was encouraged by that because I think it makes it more competitive on the practice field and it just makes the competition stiffer. I wouldn't want to react, overreact to anything you see on the upside or the downside during True. the course of preseason. But I will say this and tell me if you guys feel the same way. It feels like they've got a a better group of athletes, yeah. like the team speed, whether it's just your receivers or your offensive line, the athletic ability of your offensive line, your linebackers and your secondary. It just feels like there has been, and again, I know it's early, but it feels like there has been an overall upgrade to the level of speed and athleticism to this roster. Hey, Yerk, when you see a defensive line this early in the preseason run some really well-organized defensive line stunts that result in sacks, is that something that comes easy to a defensive line, or were you impressed by the happenings of that? No, it's worked. It, 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 obviously, it's repetitions, and it's work to be able to you know pull something off like that. You also saw during parts of the game guys just kind of running into each other. Not knowing exactly where to go, so that work continues. It's it's gonna it's gonna go on. Individual moves, making individual plays, like uh, the one Gibson made, uh, made, where he went and had the swim move on the inside. That's wonderful individual effort. That's uh, you know uh, him going up probably against the third offensive tackle, and you can beat the third offensive tackle that way. 
Um, just now that you've got to do it, you've got to do it on a more consistent level. You've got to know where the penetrators are. It's all a part of practice. You can do it once, but now you've got to be able to replicate it. You know what I'm saying? So it's great to see it work once. Now let's see it work again, and let's see consistent pressure work again. Eight sacks. Nobody's saying the Bears are going to have 136 sacks this year. Okay, nobody's <laughs> saying that. For a team that right. couldn't get to the quarterback yeah, last right. year, it's a step turnaround. in the right they direction. Found yeah, found way. Some they didn't play their starters except right. for Skaronsky. So, yeah. you know, just one of those things you take with a grain of salt. It's great. Look what we did well. Yeah. Let's look at what we did wrong, and let's fix what we did wrong. I thought Dexter had himself a tough day out there. I thought... Uh, he got bad in He got back into some of his old habits. I thought he was standing up. I thought he was looking. I didn't think he was particularly coming off the ball, and he was coming off the ball late. I think the change in speed from practice to, to exhibition game was a massive jump. I think he's seen it now. He's experienced it. He's felt it. I expect him to come back and play a lot better against the Indianapolis Colts. You know, one thing from watching Skaronsky and Darnell Wright, I think the Bears made the right choice because I think Skaronsky is a career guard in the NFL. And when we had everybody considering him to be the next starting offensive tackle to come here, when you do have to decide the difference between the two and watching Skaronsky through pregame, watching him through the game, I, I think Darnell Wright was the right decision to go between those two offensive linemen. You just realized, too, just how athletic he is, how quick his feet are, and how he's just got that, again, that look in his eye. Darnell you could tell. Yeah, yeah, you I, just I could agree. tell. I agree, John. You could tell when he takes the field. Yeah. I, I think that yeah. we are going to be very pleasantly yeah. thrilled yeah. to like, see he, that guy develop as a, as a, uh, a key piece for the future. Do you guys I feel the way the that I do that we'll learn more about this team on both sides of the football in the next couple of days yeah. against the Colts than you will in a preseason yeah, game? more so in practice, right? Right, well, <laughs> that's what I mean. Well, when you go through a predictable period like 9 on 7, and so your opponent knows that the next 10, 12, 14 plays are all going to be run plays, they got a different in their stances, they got a different power base, and that's how you're going to be able to get a better determination if your team can beat the obvious or if the opponent, you know, takes the obvious against them. Yeah, it sounds like they're pretty excited to get to these practices, that uh, Eberflus loves the idea of it, and they, they probably will glean a lot more in these next two days, well, Wednesday and Thursday anyway, uh, than they have to, at any point, maybe up until this point of where they're Didn't the they try to do this last year, but they couldn't find a yes. team to do it against? Yeah, it sounds like Eberflus wants well, to do this. The time, year, right? First of all, it's going to be this way for every team, and it's yeah. not going to be just one. I, I agree. Titans, they, they're turning around tomorrow morning they're going to minnesota yeah they're going to practice against the vikings playing then they're going to new england yeah i love that i, I mean love it too. i i i think it adds a lot more for the players because we're watching practices there's there's an automatic unfortunate aspect to just facing your own guys in today's climate i hate to use this word tom but use it there's some brother-in-law going on every now yeah. and again. Oh, yeah. They can't do that unless these guys have a wink-wink. You're not doing that against another team. Right. Right, Yerk? Are you going to do that? Are you going to no, make friends? No. You're going to make friends say, hey, you're going to let me have this one? Nobody hated training camp uh, more than I did. Yeah. I couldn't stand it. I needed it my first three, four years to make the team. But after that, boy, I tell you, I didn't want any piece of it. If I could find a way to get out of practice, I did. But is it more... Is it easier when you are facing a different team when you do a joint practice well, that you get up for a little bit more? You've got to have a little bit more intensity, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're doing different things. It takes it to a next players. level, yeah. And you don't really have any scouting, and you, know, you, you haven't seen a lot of film on these guys. So you, it's new. Everything's new. Yerk, did you ever get into a real training camp fight? Yeah. 
Oh, uh, always. With who? Yeah, we need names. Oh, God. A couple guys that I don't think are even in the league anymore. Pete Shorts. Well, I hope they're not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they are. They're I mean, 55 and older lately. Maybe guys, maybe. Pete, Pete Shorts. Yeah, Pete Shorts is an offensive lineman out of uh, Illinois wow. State that uh, was up in camp work at in the Green loop. Bay. Is that Jim, Jimmy's very brother? Funny. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. I came from Illinois State. Him and I got into a scrap one time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just you get into it. My brother got into it with Reggie. With Reggie. I had yeah, to, that's a famous one. I, I went and pulled oh, Reggie off my brother. Yep. My brother cursed him, and Reggie didn't like to be cursed. That's a so that was far a from that story is priceless. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they're, yeah, I, I can't remember them all. They're just some scraps. Tom, did you? Did you? Like we've heard legendary ones between Mongo and uh, Jimbo. Jim did yeah. you? Did you ever scrap in uh, training camp? One time, nine on seven, Platteville with. We had a defensive lineman, Sean Smith, and it was just, I don't know, grabbing a face mask or something. Then it, you know, it breaks up into a fight for a couple minutes, then you're both tired and get yelled at and go back to the huddle. Who's the cheapest defensive player that you played against in terms of he would cheap shot you and he was always looking to pick a fight with you? Oh, man, the cheapest. Was there any cheapies? Always. Yeah. Oh, the offensive linemen were the cheap ones. <laughs> no, oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh my god! Game on. Hundred percent. Kevin Donnelly with the Titans was terrible. Uh, Kevin Gogan um, <laughs> from the Cowboys. Like yeah. Kevin. Cowboys. He played with the 49ers also. You, uh, didn't you say Stepnowski used to always get on your Step, nerves? But not Step, uh, not because he was cheap. Oh, he was okay. just pain. Just because he was good. That's okay. all. Right. Yeah. No, not because he was cheap. All right, got it. Um, we, we played. Got, a, how about we, you? Wisniewski. Wisniewski oh, yeah. used to be a cheap player. Like, he chopped Alonzo Spellman when he was with the Bears. Yeah. You remember that one late? But I never had an issue with Wisniewski. Okay. No, I never had a problem with him, so it was never a problem. No, Jeff Joniak. There were no scraps Tell me. Tell Joniak what Hampton said about you. Small, slow, and friendly is no combination for this league kid. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> small, slow. I, say, I mean, well, let's you, say I am small, you, did, I am slow, and I am friendly. So did you have a, did you did you have a mouthy corner line up? Oh, over Lorenzo just, Lynch was just, always up in my face mask <laughs> every single play. Feeling, oh, yeah. feeling good about himself? No question. Mo yeah. Douglas was was would tell you just how crappy you were every day in cool practice. Cool Cool really? Modi. What yeah. about Dennis McKinnon and the team? Oh, I, we were talking about this early. I've told we this story were, a bunch. Yeah. We were going through the museum here, and I told Tom to stop asking questions See, to that's, the curator. Yeah. And, uh, so. I asked one question. I asked if this is truly this painting was from 1865. The funny thing, my eyes went right to that painting. Yeah. Sylvia, oh, you too. It felt you like you were there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, let me tell you this. Carm, Carm, I know that you're a fan of the arts. Don't ever go to a museum with Thayer and, and Joey. <laughs> I guess not. Jeez. Unless it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Right, I mean, right, right, yeah. right. I'm never taking them to the Art Institute. No, I, I asked a question, Tom Thayer, to your point. I think the second meeting in Platteville in 89 when I was a rookie and everyone wanted to get out of there because it was probably 930. And I asked... Ed Hughes, God rest his soul, a question about what was going on with a certain defense. And Dennis McKinnon turned around and looked at me and said, Rook, you ain't going to be here in a week, so shut your damn mouth. <laughs> it's so the last time I asked a question in a meeting. Ever. I you showed it. him. You, you, you stuck sure around. did. I didn't show him. The, the best question ever in a meeting. You guys will appreciate it. We are right at the beginning of training camp, maybe day one or day two. And we are sitting in the nighttime meetings now for two and a half hours, and they probably lasted three. Jay Hilgenberg raises his hand and Dick Stanfield. Jay, what do you want? 
he writes and he goes, Dick, it's my mom's birthday, and I wanted to know if I could go and call her and wish her happy birthday before she goes to sleep. And he goes, oh, hell. No, Jay, come here. I, I got to talk to you out in the hallway. And he goes, Jay, you, you embarrass me in front of all these other guys. What am I supposed to let you out to go call your mom when you couldn't do it at any time during Such the day? Such a good imitation. That's amazing. Too. Amazing. Oh, it's oh, great. God. That's a lack of awareness on Jay's part. That's Come on, man. What are you doing? It just, you know, it just made Dick angry. Oh, yeah, and so yeah. when we used to sit in these meetings now for hours, Dick was a smoker. And so we did oh, the meetings in a chemistry lab. God. So he would sit there and smoke <laughs> cigarettes right down to the filter. That's... And then he'd put it underneath the faucet where the, in the chemistry lab to put it out. And then he'd stack them up in a row, one by one, behind oh, each other. And, you know, we were sitting in this room for three hours with secondhand smoke. And... That is so oh. good. All right, boys, what's up on the show? Uh, well, we're going to be uh, here in Peoria, so if you're in the area, come on out. If you're not, you can obviously watch us on Twitch. It's a it's a great party for the greater Peoria area. They're a great partner of Bears football, yes. and we're so happy to have them. Uh, we're happy to have Joniak and Thayer along with us for the entire show. Yeah! yeah baby. And uh, we're going to hear from them. Uh, and, and you, the Bears fan, 312-332-3776. It's an official Bears Monday. Even here in Peoria, I see a JD shirt out here. Nice. I see Waddle jerseys. Uh, a lot of great his Bears His last fans. name is Waddle. He's my cousin. <laughs> Seriously, his last name's Waddle. Where's he at? Oh, pretty good. I saw him walking right well, to is, left it, here. It, was there really yeah. a guy? Six, six, yes. Yeah. Six times removed or what? You signed it, though. Yeah. I see your signature. His last name's Waddle. So, uh, and we're going to do the usual bell, bells and whistles. We're going to do Waddle's World with these guys. We're going to do the good, the bad, the dirty. We're going to check in with Courtney Cronin. We're going to have a bunch of fun, and we want to hear from you at 332-3776. Right, boys. And we're going to talk to the wind all day, too, uh, yes, today. Yes, you will. Have a yes. great show. Waddle and Sylvia are next live in Peoria. Joniak and Thayer will join them for the entire show. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Have a great day. Welcome back to Waddle and Sylvie from Peoria, Illinois. On a Bears Monday. On Chicago's home for sports and the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. We're underway. Welcome to the broadcast, everybody. Second and nine, gain of one, 37-yard line, Bears territory. They're right to left, Herbert on the right hip of Justin Field. Pair of receivers left, they're going to quickly screen it to the near side. D.J. Moore blocked from Mooney, springs it free, 45-50. D.J. Moore, left sideline, 30, 20, being chased by Titans, but they can't get him. Touchdown, touchdown, Bears. D.J. Moore introduces himself. To the Bears fan base in a big way. Fields with the back to his left, has three wides to the right, including tight end Cole Komet pairing in the slot. Takes the snap, looking to throw, being chased from behind, dumps it off to Herbert. He got it, 45 to midfield, first out and more to the 40, angles 30, 20, sideline left, hit, stays on his feet, plunges into the end zone for the touchdown. Touchdown Bears! Play clock to five, takes the snap against a four-man rush. Oh, stunt, hit from behind, and down he goes! Sack for sack, Pickett! Tennessee, with a ton of play, makes sets up to throw, with all day to throw, zips it through the oh, hands, and into the hands of a bear, on the near side, to the sideline, it is swiped by A.J. Thomas, the safety.
Steps up. Hit from behind. Ball is out. Covered up at around the 35 or 6 yard line. Do the Bears have the football? Lewis on the sack. From center plate fake. Lennis sets up the throw. Now he's hit. Down he goes. Another sack. Oh, the Bears bring the heat. Terrell Lewis, his second sack of the day. Six for the Bears. Stepping up, looking. Hit oh, from there behind and sacked again. That is Travis. Travis Gibson with a sack. Third down at 17 for the Titans. Here's the snap. Stunt picked up up front. Here comes pressure. Travis Bell. Relentless pressure on Malik. And down goes Willis. Eight sacks for the Bears in the preseason opener. Third down and three, play clock to seven. Game clock at 19. Snap back to Will Levis. The rookie out of Kentucky floats it over the middle of the pass. Intercepted. Coming back to the near side and brought down across the 25. The Bears have their fourth takeaway of the day. It's Braylon Trahan. Louisiana Lafayette, another rookie hurt from on a banner day for the Bears defense. Eight sacks and four takeaways. Tom, that's going to be a fade to black moment here at Soldier Field. Oh, that is so good to hear, especially on our radio station, ESPN 1000, your brand new home of Bears football. Waddle, after all of these years. Yes, sir. Of doing the show and playing highlights, whether it be from Fox or CBS. They're now ours. ESPN. (laughs) We can play the hometown call. We can play Joniak and Thayer because they are ours. We own them. Because, yes, (laughs) they are ours. We own Joniak and Thayer. That's right. And they are with us right now. I mean, it was such a monumental day. For the radio station, these guys don't know it, and these guys love to bust our balls. And uh, let me let me have like just a, a moment here to for you guys to understand just what a great special day it was for us on Saturday, 25 years in the making, boys. That this radio station to hear to tune it in the pride that we had as a radio station. You guys have been doing it together. I know you guys have been together for 28, 27 years. Joniak's been doing the game for 23 years. To have that coming out of our car speakers, out of the app speakers, wherever you get ESPN 1000, for us and the people who work here and the people who love this radio station, that was truly a special, special day for all of us. Oh, we totally recognize it. We could feel it from the first meeting we had uh, with everybody, Keith Williams and Danny Zetterman and the crew. So uh, you could see it on everybody's faces. Keith came in the booth a couple of times, looked like a nervous father ready for uh, <laughs> firstborn coming you know, out, out of the hospital. But uh, it's, hey, you guys have brought the energy and the conviction of wanting to put together something unique and special and we're off to a hell of a start tom did you put a beat down on anyone including sylvie for coming into your studio no you know i I was glad to see everybody everybody's enthusiasm and like jeff said you know the first time when i met keith and danny and keith looked like my younger skinny brother (laughs) and danny looks like the lead singer of a rock and roll band but again they the first thing they do is mention team yeah and you could feel it you could feel the development of listening to all you guys over the years and then you know all that anticipation till the actual game was going to hit us and um 
it, it was a great game, but it's just a part of the teamwork and everybody's effort to make it a great broadcast. And, you know, that's the, that's the best thing about it. And, and I think when you talk sports and you say ESPN, it kind of gives you a different ring. You know, it gives you a different tone of the meaning of sports. And so I, I think all those counterparts fit perfectly together. And I'm going to also say Jason McKee as being an ex-player, yes. uh, trying to do this for the first time in his career. And he's had a broadcasting career, and he's, he's dabbled in it. And now he's gone in and you know, diving in feet first and ready to rock. And the preparation that he put in for this, he was showing me what he was doing. And uh, I know it's not an easy job, and you're going to grow into it. Uh, but it was great to see Jason and just seeing the relationships he has. You know, Chris Harris was always good to Tom and I when he played with the Bears, and he's had several coaching stops, and he comes to the sideline, and it's, it's like family, right? Yeah. And so he's got those connections, and those will pay dividends in our broadcasts over the course of the season. Sylvie, how about you, uh, from your perspective, you were nervous that Tom Thayer was going to punch you in the thigh, <laughs> but you stood back and you just uh... – you allowed them to do their your, thing. Your advice about, again, like being a rookie and being seen and not heard, mm-hmm. I stood in the back of that, uh, that broadcast booth, and, uh, and like, everyone kept motioning, come closer. You, 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 can, you can look at the It was like the there was an, uh, you were a dog, and it's an electric fence. You right. weren't getting anywhere right. near right. it. Gonna, yeah. Was it going to – and then everyone kept – Danny kept saying – Move closer. You can go see here. Take the headphones. Yeah. You can move closer. Don't and, put and, your hand in the cage. And like it's and like Thayer. So Thayer sits on the left side. And again, after all the years of listening to these guys, um, it's different up there than the way I pictured it. It's a smaller booth. Thayer's pretty stationary, and he's on the left side, and he sits. Joniak is doing an aerobics class. <laughs> I mean, he is moving yeah. around in that booth and jumping from side to side, and I'm moving my head like like. And, and we uh, talked on the phone. Yeah. He's like, it's like you know how you have um, at a some, concert. You, at a you, concert. You, 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 you happen to pick the wrong seat. You got some guy, some woman in front of you that's dancing the whole thing, and you can't see. You gotta, yeah, that's but me. Tell me the tempo of the season. Preseason oh, is yeah. different than it, the regular season. Exactly. Right, right. During, during the oh, you reg- get up? No, no. During the re- I take notes every single play. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. And oh, yeah. so I take notes every single play to be able to have a, a reconnection to things I want to look at immediately, uh, things that are going to fill that I'm going to work with during the course of the week. And so I don't have a chance to get up and you know. You know, do the Richard Simmons like yeah. Joniak. Yeah. It's just about just staying in that. Well, I can't sit and call a game. I've tried. I've done it once, and I just it helps me with inflection and just intensity. I mean, when they Maybe score, you stand you for the show. Stand for the show for four hours. Come on, we want to have you. We'll have you in your element. We'll have you in your element. We want you well, in your element. You know, I get I get riled up for that. So you know, okay. this is this oh, is they, lower intensity. No, what, no, what you know really? what I mean. You know are what I mean. You know what I mean. No, 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 no. Some no. teammate, you are. No, no, no. If but, I if I stood, I'd be a lot more punchy. Yeah, well, he used to. Yeah, he used to stand because when we had a three man booth with Habarkish, Habarkish was in that corner, and then Tom stood. I sat. I was spotter. And then when I was broadcasting, obviously, back on the feet, dug in the corner. Um, and so I would feel like he smacked me on the rear end before every kickoff. Oh, really? I'm surprised that you didn't was, get, get you your ready thing? for the game. Oh, yeah. You, you yeah. Had, I'm looking. I'm seeing how far the kicker's going to kick a field goal. And he's, 
And it stings, man. You haven't – well, he, that's he, helped. He, That'll he, happen to you. Just he, be prepared. Wait, wait. He did that uh, this game? No, no used no, to. This, this I finally, I finally oh, yeah. earned his respect. They're apparently. coming for you regular season, oh, oh, really? Sylvie. Once a regular season. I mean, season when I tell you yeah, it yeah, leaves right. a mark, he's got a big well, paw. Look, it's going to hurt. Whatever it, whatever it takes to fit Whatever in. it takes, yes. Remember Walter when he would go and we'd have our first freezing practice where it was so cold outside you could barely stand it, and then you'd have a rookie that would go in there and he'd want to shower real quick because he was so cold. <laughs> Every once in a while, because we had community showers, Walter would come in there and give you a big paw on the back or something, oh boy. and it would leave a perfect hand mark. You know, what about that, the pinch? Yeah. Oh. Lord. One time I locked my keys in my car, and my brother came to deliver him, and Walter came up behind my brother and grabbed a big hunk of the back end. And you know, when they talk about it. Right? in scouting circles, you talk about uh, the grip, you know, of an at- that he had the grip. Yeah, he had the grip. Vice grips, strong. Like it was, it was funny, Waddle. I, I think I was telling you this in the car. We were. It's the first time broadcast, so there are some things that we're going to need to iron out. I think. All in all, it went great for the first time. Halftime, Danny and I are trying to map out the time. So we think we're cooking. We think we're, we've, we've got some opinions, and I'm rolling. And then I see Jody and Kinthea reacting like they're, they're going yeah, like let's this. Go. We got to go. They're, they're motioning to me, and I'm like, they like what I'm saying. They want to interact <laughs> no. with me. I go, Wrap gonna, it up. They want to do a little crosstalk with me. They like the way old <laughs> Sylvie's going. He's cooking. <laughs> He's got some opinions. They want to react. Uh-huh. And no. They're yeah. telling me to throw them the damn ball because right. they're about to kick off the second half. And I'm hey, like, keep your minute. eyes on the field, yeah, first like, of all. Yeah, I, I, boy, I was in the back. I can't yeah, well, see what was going on. You know, that's out. why I moved to the front of the line when you're doing the three. Sylvie thought he was doing a talk show, Jeff. Exactly. You know? And I get the idea, but let's go. We got ball. Yeah, he, I, gra- he grabbed the microphone. He wasn't turning it loose after eight minutes. That's why when you're in a, you never give up the mic. That's right. You never get it back. Yeah. Time, time management was not. We, we got to work on our, our clock management. It's a short halftime, Sylvie. Yeah, 12 it's minutes. It's going to feel shorter as you go on. Yeah. When there's really when there's important really things stuff. to talk yeah. about and you're all riled up uh, or you're euphoric about what's going on you're never going to be able to to kill it all right let's uh when we come back i want you guys to, like let's go through like your biggest takeaway all right one 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 thing from one person each on your number one takeaway from this game if you want to react with us 312-332-3776 Thera and joniak are with us on your home for the bears this is bears monday we also have some giveaways uh, for our football fest coming up on august 27th we'll do that coming up next um so we want to hear from you um as we are broadcasting live from peoria it's a great partnership with the greater peoria area it's waddle and sylvie this is waddle and sylvie in peoria on chicago's home for sports and the new home of the chicago bears listen on the app in HD at 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000. All right, guys, uh, let's give away some Football Fest tickets right now. 312-332-3776. Tyler, are we going for caller 49 right now? Three three two three seven seven six. Caller forty nine wins tickets. Tickets are still on sale. We are going to have a great time at Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana, on August twenty seventh, from eleven to three. 
Uh, tickets very, very affordable at $10. Um, and uh, it is the best guest list we've ever had. And, of course, it is headlined by Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. <laughs> no doubt. They have never been to a football fest. Are you guys uh, excited yeah, what should for we football expect? fest? What should we expect? Football. Okay, all ball. Does that mean we're in? That makes us happy. This is a. Well, they have a marching band there. It is a a festival (laughs) of football. Would you like a marching band? Yes, we can get one. I just told them you hear the marching band. First thing you think of, it's fall and it's football, and we're ready to go. I love that sound. So we just heard it here in Peoria. Anyway, go ahead. Will you guys be signing autographs, taking pictures with the people? Whatever the people want. Yes, yes. Uh, Big Cat will be there. Adam Schefter, Field Yates. Joniak and Thayer, Jason McKee, who uh, Joniak was just singing the praises of. Our ESPN 1000 full lineup will be there. Interactive stations will have Bears conversation. We will have gambling conversation. Thayer, cover your ears here. We will have fantasy football conversation. It is just a total festival of football. That's why we call it Football Fest. It's a good idea. Tom, I think that you should... You should volunteer to lead the discussion about fantasy football. I will as long as you don't ever bet on a guy that's playing against the Bears or about to play against the Bears. And don't walk into the booth, first of all, and tell me that you hope someone that's playing on the opponent has a big game because that happened one time in the booth. One time and one time only. Would you like to tell us on who the culprit was who did it? Can I say it? Go right ahead. Doug Coletti. Oh, yeah. Talking about playing Randy Moss during for the Minnesota Vikings oh, when they're wow. playing Did the Bears. Did you punch him? Listen. I was irate. Well, no, no, I'm not joking. Now, he's not. This is not. He's, he's not, not playing being, around. He's not. He's not embellishing. He was P-Red, angry, sweat, and they were going at it during the commercial breaks. Oh, and Doug was standing his ground. Thank God I was in between. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Right. And Thank God. So, wait, he came in bragging, saying, hey, I'm going to have a big day today. Randy Moss is going to light up the Bears secondary. Well, no, he was saying, you know, I'm playing Randy Moss today in fantasy football, so I'm kind of hoping he has a big day. (laughs) And, I mean, it was just came, the booth came to a screeching halt. And I go, are you, don't ever, don't ever do it again. Don't ever say it again. If if you do it, don't bring it up again. Think it, think it, don't say it. Listen, tread softly. We're, we're, listen, AM one thousand, the Chicago Bears, Peoria, we're all in a partnership together, and right. we all got to be pulling in the same direction. Yes. So if you start, so okay, it's okay if he has two hundred sixty yards receiving against the Bears, but you know I still want the Bears to win. Listen, if Randy Moss has two hundred sixty yards receiving against the Bears, the Bears aren't going to win. So. You know, and I, you know, I know, you know, I might be petty and childish at at times, but no. I'm a Bears fan, man. And just I, like a, I he to... used to get on the guy that used to play the music at the stadium when the Packers are in town, they're playing a polka. Twice I left the booth to oh, go wait, talk to him to go yell at him while the music was playing. It happened. So we're playing the mm-hmm. Packers, and he starts playing that chicken dance song. So I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to it, and I go, what the hell is this guy doing? Are you kidding me? We're si- and the Packer fans are standing up doing the chicken dance. So I sit there, and I'm just steaming now. And then like a timeout or something later, it happens again. And I oh, take no. my headset off. There we go. Yeah, take my headset off, set it down, run down to the where they do the scoreboard control. Oh, and I push the door open and I go, who's playing the music in here? And this guy goes, he is. And I go, look it, you play that chicken dance song one more time, I'm going to come down here.
blah, blah, blah. Cut your head off like oh, a chicken. Oh, gosh. I mean, you're mm-hmm. you're kidding me? You're sitting there pumping up the... What, what, what was the thought calmer? process? What was it? What? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Are know. you calmer these days? No. No? Hey. No, <laughs> hey, was this listen. Last year? Was this last no, year? No, he is calmer. He is. Yeah. He is. It just There's a couple things that have changed as he's gotten older. It's just... Yeah. Part of the, the growing process as we mature. Do you find yourself or, having to go to the bathroom more frequently no, during no, the game? No, no, I, no. I don't have that issue going on no. with me. So I'm once I get in there, but I'm, the, ready, I'm ready to roll for the Listen, Bears. what game was – got to refresh our memory because I can't remember every single game. But So leaving the booth is not something that you should do. Right. Right? But he's done it on several occasions, including going after a – official in the booth the person who was in charge of the timer was that minnesota yeah <laughs> he went over there the uh, the you official got, timer yes tom felt that he did not start the clock tom i love you dearly you got some issues <laughs> I, know, I do issues. he wants to win he wants well, to win tom you you know, know you've got a couple of scars underneath your chin that's giving you issues too that's true and i think we're both part of the same mold <laughs> it's just that when someone's not doing things by the rules then I'm well, gonna, I, I want you to be happy and healthy, though. Brother. Oh, I am. I'm okay. a man. I'm. I feel great. Okay. I got two fake hips, and I'm. <laughs> you know, that's it. How, hey, well, the so blood's how, pumping in this guy. Did they let you into the uh, into the officials' booth? I pushed the door open, and they they all turned around, looked at me. I'd go, "Hey, you're a cheater." <laughs> <laughs> and then the next year, we went back, and they moved the booth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what it was. So th- this is what happened. So the, the the clock on the scoreboard had went out. So then the officials they keep yeah, the, on, on the, the field. field, and so they the Bears go and they onside kick. They the ball was touched and the clock should have run. They never they never started the clock, and so I go in there and I go I go hey they touched the ball and you didn't start the clock. You're a cheater, and the guy. <laughs> So then they, they ended up taking a timeout, and they ended up, the official saying, the game is over. I, I took the time on the field. So I was right, but I was just trying to stick up for the Bears. Has it ever happened where, from the booth, they call downstairs to the referee and charge the broadcast crew with a 15-yard misconduct penalty? No, it won't happen because, like you said, I'm a friendlier <laughs> I'm a friendlier yeah, person now. Yes, I think the dogs have calmed him down. He likes talking about animals, nature. That's calmed him down. I feel bad about this because I get, you know, kind of raked over the coals because I'm, no. a, I'm an intense Bears fan. You're number one Bears fan. It's good. Yeah. It's good. He wants, he wants to win. <laughs> Whenever you see him do this, he starts going like this with his hand, that's like it. this, look out. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not it's, a good it's this. thing. It's the twist. It's the little twist. That's when you start to yeah. start. See, you know you start, the signs. You start going at an in, individual in, you're, you're, or at a situation. Yes, exactly yeah. like this. But there's seriousness. So you get into, you know, you better drop your hips and get in the back pedal. Yeah. <laughs> you better be able to do that. That is outstanding. Um, all right. So we, we've got to go around the room when we come back uh, or outside here. We're right on the riverfront. It's beautiful. And, like, it the, is. the cloud cover has now... Uh, broken up. We've got the sunshine as we're right on. Idyllic. It's an idyllic set. Yeah, we're right. Yeah. Paint a picture. How does a play-by-play guy paint a picture? Listen, us? the first thing I noticed, the Rose of Sharon over there, the purple flowers, one of my beautiful August uh, flowers over here, shrubs, and we got the, the river is flowing, the wind is is howling, we got the bridge over the water, we got fans here. Do we have Bears fans here? Yes! 
We got little kids sitting here in the front row he was throwing, throwing rocks. rocks at us earlier. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's beautiful, beautiful. we got a lot of Bears fans in the greater Peoria area. They're a great partner for Bears football, and it is our pleasure to be here. The Peoria Riverfront, situated right along the Illinois River, one of Illinois' oldest regions. It is a great place to work. It is a great place to live, and today it is a great place to talk Bears football, and we will do that with you. Coming up next, 312-332-3776, as we break down what we saw and what we liked from the Bears' first preseason game. That's next.